Welcome to episode 194 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you, Warren? I'm here. Sounds good. It's been, uh, feels like it, I don't know, it just keeps feel, it feels like a long time and then not a short time, not a long time with you, but, um, but Kelly's here and I'm <laughs> here, week. so that's, that's, we got that. So there we go. Well, speaking of that. Kelly Kamat's back on the show. Great to have you here back here, Kelly. How you doing? I'm not not too bad, actually. How about you, David? Doing well, doing well. I know you got an exciting announcement you're going to make of a new site that you've uh, you've started. We'll hear about that in a little bit. Andrew Orr, welcome back to the show. Two weeks in a row, and he was having internet problems. Thanks for being here. Um, so we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, Apple had this this thing called an event. Uh, it was a, it was a it was uh, fun, and it was uh, peak performance, and uh, we'll, we'll get into some of the iOS angles to what they announced this past week. Um, uh, but uh, before we start with the news here, I wanted to uh, call this out, and Kelly, why don't you just go ahead and let everybody know about helping the folks in Ukraine that's been uh, having, we're having trouble there, obviously, with the war going on there, and uh, there are some places you can help the developers uh, by donation, by donations, right? Yeah, so um, there's been a few stories in general about um, what people are doing in order to um, help people out, like go book an Airbnb in the Ukraine, even though you're not going and staying there because Airbnb is waiving all the fees. So you can go book book, uh, somebody's Airbnb in the Ukraine, in Ukraine and somebody, and the money goes all directly to that person. Airbnb is taking no cut of any of that. So that's like a really direct donation at this point. Um, people are buying from Ukrainian craft stores on Etsy, um, like digital downloads and stuff. So there's no shipping for anybody to worry about and uh, also doing it that way. And then um, uh, as a person who's been covering Apple for a really long time, I've been to lots of conferences and met tons of people. And some of the people I met were developers from Ukraine and uh, I and all of the, the, the folks that I ever met from there uh, were always really friendly and really loved what they were doing. And so um, there's a few people that uh, have taken some action. So Unclutter is a really nifty utility if you don't have it already. And uh, <clears throat> if you have your own, uh, you can go name your price for a license uh, that you can give to anyone you wish over at the Unclutter site. And I know uh, David will have a link for that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it's, it's a clipboard manager and it helps you keep, you know, from having like the pile of stuff on your desktop screen all the time. So that's a really great app. MacPaw, who makes set app and clean my Mac and a bunch of other apps. Uh, their CEO posted an update on their website about that was sort of two pieces. It was first how they are doing and how their business is surviving through all of this. And then additionally, the things that MacPaw is doing to help other people who are also in Ukraine, which I thought was really um, astounding, like on top of trying what they to do everything they can to take care of themselves, they're trying to take care of other people who are there with them too. And so he also has a list of places from right there on the ground that um, uh, here are places you can donate to. Here are legitimate information sources that are covering what's happening on the ground here. And uh, if you go to the iOS app store or to the news app, or even just apple.com, which you may want to do when we're done telling you about the event. Uh, there's a banner on the top of each of those with a link to donate to UNICEF, which is helping with right. relief efforts there as well. So well, you've got, looks like you've got uh, some great links yeah. that's on your page there. So we'll, we'll leave that link as uh, to the show notes, but yeah, 
give them a, give them uh, some support. They really need it. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, unless you had something else to add. Okay. Uh, just to point out that Riedel is another company uh, in Ukraine. Uh, they make uh, the Spark email app and they make a lot of other sort of office productivity tools for mobile devices. And they were one of the first to have a tool that would allow you to mark up a PDF or even create a PDF and uh, Riedel's there as well. And okay. so uh, they're another one. I haven't heard from any of them directly like I have from MacPaw and from Unclutter, but uh, they're another one that that I know pretty well. And and, I, uh, and I'm just sort of sad for all of them and, yeah. and glad to help out wherever I can. And the thing that I can do is is help make sure that other people know where they can get good information and where they can give if they are so inclined. Did you see the, uh, did you see the developer um, in his bathtub? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because the, the bombs were outside. Uh, yeah. So his Ukrainian developer, uh, you know, literally just working in his bathtub uh, with his laptop because, yeah. uh, you know, cause the, the uh, yeah. It was a safe place to be. So, well, my friend Eugene from Unclutter, um, he he lives next door to that building. Initially, when we saw the pictures of the apartment building that had been shelled, Mm -hmm. he lives next door to that building. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the last I heard from him, he was doing okay. So that's good. That's That's great to hear. (laughs) Our our hearts go out to to all the people of Ukraine and hope they uh, they they uh, get through all this craziness here. Uh, Riedel does, if you look at their the icons on PDF Expert and Scanner Pro of the two I have, they put the uh, Ukrainian flag on the corner of their app icon, which is, which yeah. is pretty cool. To, set up. To the set, and then set up. It has it on the, on the Mac right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, on the, uh, on the uh, top. All right. Well, thanks yeah. for bringing that up, Kelly. We appreciate it. And uh, and now the people in yeah. Ukraine, Ukraine and the developers appreciate that too. Um, let's go on and talk about some of the news for this week. Um First story I had here. This was in. Uh, th- this was a, a story about Peloton. Peloton is now going to let you use Apple Watch as a heart rate monitor. No gym kit required. Um, Peloton is rolling out a major new uh, feature addition to the b- bike and tread users who also have an Apple Watch. The feature had slowly been rolling out to Peloton users, um, and the company is confirming in a blog that it is going to happen. The Peloton Plus Apple Watch heart rate integration. And the article here goes through some of the tips here. So it's probably a smart move on Peloton's Peloton's part uh, since uh, they have been a bit of a struggle as of late with the new management and their their stock has tanked and they've not had too much success (laughs) as of late uh, uh, with everything going on. Uh, Kelly, what do you think? Don't forget us. We're still pretty. (laughs) That's about it. Uh, What do you you guys think? Andrew, what do you think? This is something uh, not surprising, I think. I mean, I've never used a Peloton, so I don't really know off Me the either. top of my head at least what feature, like oh, what you, features they've been having mine all the time. No, it seems weird to me that something like this wasn't already included. Yeah, I think they want you to use their own, or they made a deal with someone else for the heart rate monitor. I don't recall what the deal was, but I know a lot of people wanted to use the. Um, your Apple watch for the heart rate monitor. And there wasn't any sort of option to do so. Okay. That's the only part I know, but like, I don't think Jim kit really even took off too. Right. That's yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the other part of this is I've been to, you know, I go to like five different gyms a day uh, and I've never seen a gym kit enabled place. I don't go, I haven't been to a, no, I honestly haven't been to a, a gym in years, but mm-hmm. 
I don't hear much about it. You don't hear much about Jim Kit. So, um, well, they announced it right about the time the world came apart. And so I'm not entirely convinced it was a, a feasibility issue really at that point. I mean, even after we, they, we got the announcement of CarPlay, which is another thing that, you know, is tied to a reasonably expensive piece of equipment that doesn't get upgraded every 12 well, months. Well, that's what I was going to say for the gym kit, they would have had to replace all their, like you have right. to replace everything to everything. The gym kit. Yeah. So, and I mean, those, and those devices have to be available at scale. If you're going to replace them throughout all your gym locations or, you know, even all of them in one gym, like getting right. your hands on 40 treadmills or elliptical machines or whatever, even in the best of times is probably not the easiest task. So right. I think it's probably a little bit of both, like aside from the fact that not many of them physically probably exist in the world at this point, thanks to the magic of supply chain deficiency. It's you, also like, possible but that they're, go, they're just not out there. But are the, like if somebody goes out and buys 10 new treadmills, Mm-hmm. Is it the kind of thing where it's like, you know, like it has a, um, like a um, airplay? Is it kind of like a thing where it's going to be compatible with gym kit? What am I thinking? Like air print, like, like if you buy a printer now, it has yeah. air print. So, I mean, again, if the local gym goes out now and orders them, are they gym mm-hmm. compatible? There are options available. I looked into it recently because somebody I knew was, was interested and uh, what little I knew about like treadmills and ellipticals, and things like that. Um, and then adding gym kit to it, like it wasn't dramatically more expensive. There weren't as many options, but it wasn't like you were paying $200 more to get one that had gym kit in it or anything. Right. But so, if it's something like if you're a gym owner, like just, you know, do you, right. you have to decide, are you going to pay the extra? Is gym kit going to be a thing in yeah. five years? Am I wasting a little bit of money? Across, right. But. Yeah. And and on that on that part, I don't really know. But I think the the part that's interesting to me about this is that uh, Peloton, it seems like anyway, as a spectator, the Peloton was sort of forced to open up after, you know, they they went gangbusters when nobody could go to the gym anymore. So everybody bought a Peloton so they could gym it up at home. And then, you know, everybody who bought one who was going to buy one bought it. And then like all of their earnings went off a cliff. And, you know, and then we had a couple of notable television shows where people hopped on pelotons and had heart attacks. Yeah. I know, so, but there was a happy ending at the end. Only in one of them. Um <laughs> and uh and like like all that kind of stuff I sort of feel like Peloton feels a little backed into a corner. This feels yeah. this feels very much like a you know it, it, it's last call and I gotta go home with somebody kind of a situation. Like it's but I'm glad it's happening. Like I'm glad they're they're sort of being forced to play nice. You know, I remember uh, Fitbit was kind of the same way for a long time. Like you can do all of your health tracking in their ecosystem or someplace else. And they finally loosened up on that. And a lot more people bought Fitbits as a result. So maybe they're just sort of trying to figure out how to yeah. continue to make money. Google helped that one. Uh, but uh, all right, let's uh, move on here. The next story, Apple updates, Apple watch band and iPhone color kit cases for spring. Um, there is brand new color options for the Apple watch and the iPhone cases for the 13 and 13 pro. In the in the and they're MagSafe, they're silicon, and uh, they're uh, going to be in the pretty colors like lemon zest, ne- nectarine, blue fog, and eucalyptus colors. And they will price the same as the pre-existing MagSafe uh, cases at forty nine bucks. I've never been a huge fan of uh, Apple's cases, honestly. Bought them for I years. Apple's going to run out of colors. No, there's too many colors left. Um, I mean, how many? I'm like, <laughs> it's a lot of colors. I looked Andrew? at them. They're 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 very pastely this year, yeah. right? 
Well, it's spring. I They're springy like the colors. Spring, yeah, they're always pastel-y. They're I always pastel yeah. but yeah, I guess so. They always yeah. look like Easter egg colors. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew, we have to spend a bunch of time talking about new colors of Apple Watch Band just so John Keats' eye starts switching a little. Uh, <laughs> and he won't know why, and it'll be great. Right. Um, Nothing beats old greeny. I love it. <laughs> Is that the one. leather link? Yeah. It's uh, the new one, the new leather link in four screen. It's so good. That's yeah. what mine is. And, and it matches, it's so and good. This is my green. Because oh, we know Warren wait, wait, wait. has a whole catalog. So four, four screen, act- four screen. Hmm? Does it actually match though? Like, yeah, yeah. are they the yeah, same exactly. color? You can't tell, but absolutely. They are the same four screen. That's why I got it. That's the first yeah. time I've ever seen Apple put green on two different things and have them be the same color. It's, so it's I'm just same. Uh, yeah. And it's and it's gorgeous. And uh, uh, when we talk about the uh, the green iPhone that just came out, I'm kind of like kind of rant because green's my thing. But we'll talk about it. Right. Oh yeah, you we were, were just talking about Apple Watch bands. Uh, they are going to have uh, a whole new set of bands for the for the solo loop, the sports loop for forty nine dollars, and the braided solo loop, which is my favorite. For ninety nine mm-hmm. bucks, um, they'll in the sport loop they'll offer the same colors as the case: the lemon zest, uh, nectarine, blue fog, and eucalyptus. Mm-hmm. And the braided soul loop will now come in flamingo, starlight, and bright green. And uh, it's uh, interesting to see. And they all uh, they also mentioned that uh, they revamped the, the the dual colors, like the brand new lavender gray and light lilac, and nectarine and uh, peony, and uh, oak milk and lemon zest. So they're they're uh, really mixing up uh, some of the colors here now on the band. So yeah. Oh my God, if those names were any dumber, people would think they were in Portland. <laughs> the only good, the only good news for Kelly and Dave, at least I'm not sure about you, Andrews. We have no real desire to buy any of them because it's already right. too close to the next version of the iPhone. And we know these cases will not fit on those. So <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 uh, I figured uh, the watch obviously doesn't matter, but I thought about it and I'm not buying any more accessories for an iPhone 13 at this point. Cause I seem to remember you had to sell a lot of cases when you got rid of all your 12 cases. So that I, I'm <laughs> much better this time. Right. I only still, I think instead I of have three, 50, two you have two. <laughs> well then we went through the whole thing where andrew did before the uh the 13 was actually out andrew did the whole measurements of the uh the cases remember from the 12 yeah. to 13. you're yeah. welcome and then we had 12 and then it was kind of debatable because some of them kind of did fit and, and yeah, i tried to flip it but it was annoying enough not to do anymore, so I didn't do it. So no, that was me going, Andrew. You should measure those and see if they fit because we need to know if they fit. Did you do the thing where we find out if they fit? And I basically just sort of pastured him into doing it. So no, yeah. it was good, but you know, <laughs> maybe maybe one year Apple well, will keep the same exact shape. And- you know, as nice like the case, Apple's cases, like the silicon case, silicone cases, especially the cases are fine. Like they're not great. They're not my favorite. My go-to case for my phone has never been an Apple case, not because they're expensive, but because they wear out. Uh, I mostly I just don't like them. Like the clear ones crack really bad across the bottom. Like all the ones I've seen have been cracked across the bottom. You know, you get it the day your phone comes out and it's garbage by Christmas. Yep. But all clear um, ones are pretty crap. I've tried even more my, expensive ones too, and I've never come across they everyone I have yeah, my spec one works scratches right. at one point. Yeah, but the, look at the scratches and it drives me nuts. It really does. Uh, nah, not that bad. 
No, on, on the phone, on the case. Take the case yeah. out. My yeah. smartest case. My smartest case is scratched. Yeah, and not cracked. Yeah, I have the same one too. Nice scrippy. But it doesn't crack. I'm just saying it scratches. You get scratches and it doesn't look right. And then after a while, it doesn't feel good anymore. It feels too hard. I like yeah. to look at the clear. I don't like to feel yeah. clear. And, so far, uh, my, my Smartish case and my Spygin case have both been great as far as clear cases day to day. They make good stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I've used both of those. And like there are leather cases uh, from Nomad that I've that I've used that are yeah, so uh, I got, solid. I, I got my son the same one, the, the leather Nomad, and he loves yeah. it. So I was just going to say real fast is the, the Apple, the Apple leather um, cases I really like, but they do really do end up looking like crap after a while. I mean, they don't yep. they don't hold up as well. And I've gone through like, you know, trying to clean it with leather soap and blah blah blah, things like that. And you know, so you're that person who buys like the really spendy Air Jordans, right? And then you can't ever wear them because the minute you put the white Jordans on, like you go outside I don't care. and other garbage, right? I don't care about sneakers. It's just the cases. I my Apple stuff and you guys know I like to keep it looking good. I you know screen protect and all that. Um, but yeah, the leather, uh, the leather wears worse than I've seen on other cases yep. on yeah. the Apple cases. Again, the nomad leather, uh, I think it, when it's I strong. think the wear on it is very cool. I think no, it looks it great when it's, when it's worn, it looks worn, but it looks sniffy. So right. yeah. oh Andrew's phone is a nudist, so he's not going to weigh in on the case. <laughs> he doesn't wear cases. He doesn't wear cases. <laughs> is it really? He doesn't, wear, he doesn't have a case is. on his phone. His phone's a streaker. Yeah. Um, I think uh, scratches and dents gives your phone character. It makes it unique. <laughs> yeah. The character of $400 less on trade. <laughs> That's the character I got. Yeah. yeah. Um, this next story, this is actually, uh, I th- thought this, I don't talked about this too often. This is a kind of an enterprise or, or business story with, uh, that relates to Jamf. Um, Jamf is going, has announced that they're going to be bringing, uh, bringing in a bring your own device offering for the management. If anybody's not aware of what Jamf is, it's a enterprise management tool. Jamf Pros used for a lot of businesses to manage uh, not only iOS uh, and iPad OS, it also manages uh, Macs. Um, and you know, uh, uh, the press release was come out from from Jamf from the CEO Gene Hager saying that. Uh, uh, because they're, because organizations are now revisiting BYOD, bring your own device, and looking to strike the right balance between organizational security and needs for end user privacy, uh, they're looking to get this out to the to the to the companies out there to protect uh, them from using their iPhones, which we all use for our personal for those of us who work in the enterprise. That you know, some are using Microsoft. Well, now Jamf's offering it. I think they're really kind of looking to compete with, with Microsoft in that sense. Um, but uh, IT management's important, and, and I think this is a smart move on Jam's part to, to, to look at this. And I know, Kelly, you, you'd have some opinions on this since we, you and I both work in the enterprise. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think this is really interesting, and the thing that I like about it is that um, uh, they're trying to strike the balance between uh, people who use their personal phone for work things and, uh, you know, and having like the right amount of managing that device. So obviously, like you can't put a ton of restrictions on it. If it's somebody's personal device, you can't, uh, you know, it. one of the things that they're helping do is sort of silo that corporate data right. versus the stuff that's your, your own. Like, you know, if, if somebody hacks into your phone and gets your Angry Birds high score, that's a very different thing from getting like email you have from the CEO about a project that nobody's supposed to know about yet. And so like the differences between those, uh, making the enrollment easy, making all of it easy to manage, I feel like um, 
uh, not having seen it yet and, and gotten an opportunity to lay hands on it. Uh, I can't say for certain there will probably be some some rough edges to it once they do this. But when Jam rolls stuff out at scale, like to everybody, um, it's it's usually pretty fully formed at that point because they do a lot of beta testing ahead of time and make sure that they've got a good experience for everybody. The people who have to manage all of those devices and the people who are using the devices that are managed. So um, they're they're definitely taking a shot at trying to make this a reality as as reality has been BYOD for low these many oh, years and it's always been kind of weird email, you know, weird, weird uh, email hoops to jump through and weird authentication for things and, and trying to streamline all of that and just make it easier seems like a really good option. So I am excited about it because it's just going to be another way to make it easier for people to keep their data safe. And Absolutely. I, I bang that drum on the regular anyway. So and it's always nice do. to make sure that those are things that are happening. Yep. So, so uh, yeah. good stuff. Uh, be real brief on that story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys, uh, Andrew, did you have any opinions on this or Warren? I thought it was interesting. Um, like Jamf is, is known as not only a device management company, but an Apple device management company. Right. So to me, like if they want to spread beyond that, I'm trying to think like maybe they feel like the enterprise Apple market has reached saturation and maybe they just want to compete with other companies like uh, Kelly. Microsoft. I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Anything that will help people stop using Intune. Yes. I'm here to tell you yes. like the, the, the alcoholism rate among administrators <laughs> yeah. will drop precipitously. Yeah. If if that becomes an option, and uh, yeah, I say that from experience. Um, I, I, I'm managing it too. We, yeah, we, we have headaches every day. So it's it, it's not good. Uh, yeah, I I think it's great. I think this is still. I don't think they're expanding a supported operating system. But you know, the, the nice thing about Jamf is that they're they have a really good relationship with Apple, and they're really gonna. Um, uh, you know, they're they're always really good at, at making sure whatever things are kind of coming down the pike or things that are supported, things that are um, working really well. Like they really want to make sure everybody has a very Apple-y experience right. with the man, even with their managed Apple gear. So, yeah, this will this will be great. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and move on. Um, this was exciting. And I was in Apple Store the other day. Uh, they're not, the in-person sessions at, at Apple is, at Apple stores are returning They've already returned as we, as we record this, March 7th. Um, and uh, they've uh, started to already with some really cool things. Uh, one of them was uh, you could actually remix Lady Gaga's Free Woman song and learn how to use GarageBand, um, which was uh, which they've always had. They've had they've had classes before using GarageBand. And then, of course, they got all the ba- the basics that they've had in the past, like using, really, I'm trying to beginning figure use of our iPhone and, you know, the, the Mac <laughs> and, and your iPad. And, and, and uh, yeah, it's great to see because obviously the pandemic had really put this on the shelf for, you know, all those two years already here. So, uh, but it's good to see if you, if you go to, if you go to the, if you go to the Apple store on mm-hmm. the, the app on the, on iOS or iPad OS, you'll, you can go in and look at today at Apple and there you're going to see some of the great sessions that uh, they have, uh, they're going to be offering. Uh, they're already offering, I should say, and they're filling up too. And then and it looks like they are doing some, uh, some virtual ones as well. So, um, wait, wait, are you three? 
are you through i'll be real fast but are you through like me where when you go into apple and you see the sessions you go over you look for you look at it for a little bit you watch you know them watching the uh the class and everything i know more than that guy <laughs> and then we all do it right all the all four of us do that right I don't know if I do that. I'm more polite than that. You do. We all do. I've sat through classes where I could have easily done a a better job than they did. But (laughs) what do you think, Kelly? Well, now I'm offended that Warren stood in the back of the Apple store when I was leading it to the Apple store one time. He knew more than I did. So. Uh, no, I remember that when I said, no, I could do that. That, That's crazy. Whatever she's trying to do. Looking over there teaching kids to code. Um, sure. I I think I think it's cool. Um, I I don't know what the policy looks like. You know, as far as like you know people being comfortable going back and sitting in a store with a bunch of other people for an hour or whatever. Um, you know that I think that piece of it is going to be a hurdle. But I like that it's an option. But I like I do like that they're keeping the virtual piece of it because there are probably a lot of people who wouldn't have an opportunity otherwise. You know, like WWDC having the online component makes it a lot easier for some people to get that knowledge that wouldn't be able to otherwise. So I hope, it, I hope it continues to be sort of well, hybrid and works. Out. I could tell you, I was in, I yeah. was in the Apple store this past, uh, this past Saturday and, uh, doesn't seem like anybody's too bashful to be in there because they had the stools back out there. People were sitting, uh, learning their products. And, and I felt like I love it. I was sitting I, in the store. I, I felt like, I mean, like, uh, pandemic. I mean, what? <laughs> Before even, you know, obviously pandemic aside, I've always thought it was cool that Apple does that. Right, me too. Uh, especially for free. And you kind of walk in and you just, I mean, you know, you see a lot of senior citizens obviously doing it because that's mostly who's going to be there at a right. three o'clock on a Thursday because they don't really work. But uh, but it's nice. It's nice to see it. Absolutely. Did you have, did you have anything else to add, Andrew? Um, I think the I think it's great. Like Kelly said, I think them keeping the virtual part of it is great. What I was just wondering is, are they also going to keep things like the curbside delivery is still going, or if that was ending too? No, I did that one. I think I've I've been at the stores and they still had it in place. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I think that's good. Like a. All around, it sounds like a good hybrid mixture. Yeah, I think well, they're doing it just like any, any, com- any other company is doing hybrid. I mean, that's what- when I picked up my my third team with curbside delivery, it was actually pretty exciting. Some guy came out and ran- I was outside the mall in my car, and some guy came out running with my iPhone <laughs> the and then went back in. It was kind of like the best, probably one of the best store experiences. It's very exciting. So it was like it was like uh, it was like uh, uh, a driving theater. Or, or dying. Uh, <laughs> they can just perfect entertainment. It was great. All right, last. You mean you didn't come out on roller skates like a car yeah. hop at a? I almost. I felt like I Sonic. Yeah, I, felt, <laughs> I felt like you know maybe if I just kept sitting here, they'll bring me more stuff. But <laughs> if I wait, what else comes out of? The <laughs> what else? Yeah. All right, last story here uh, before we get on to the event for this week. Uh, Sony's offering the three-month Apple TV Plus trial for our PS4 users. Sony today announced, actually, this is uh, as we record this, so that today, uh, PlayStation 4 owners who want to try out Apple TV Plus service can get an extended three-month free trial on their console. Offer only applies to those who have not previously had an Apple TV Plus subscription. 
And anybody that's interested, you can download the app in the PS4 TV and video section. Uh, this is good, good, good to see. And then obviously a lot of things are expanding. In fact, I, I forgot the article I, uh, on here uh, previous. Uh, Comcast has now added Apple TV Plus uh, to uh, X1. So if you have Comcast subscription, you're now going to be able to uh, watch Apple TV Plus and not have to go outside the the ecosystem of Xfinity Comcast. So uh, that was a kind of a big, big thing, being Comcast one of the largest uh, cable TV providers in the United States. uh, That sounds like a threat. Like, you'll never leave the X1 ecosystem. Well, it's like, like, you know, it's like double. You you don't cut the cable and and you also have the... the, the, uh, it's like you're paying for, you know, it's signed to Comcast subscriber. Yeah. Yeah. We could get on Verizon. We could, there's a Netflix channel uh, that we could do. That's through Verizon. Yeah. They do it too. The Comcast. Uh, yeah. And I, so yeah. that's kind of like this, right? That's kind of like them adding mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That thing for it. Uh, but yeah, th- this is the first, They didn't they go down to one month? Free trials yes. for the last few months. Yeah. So this is the first time I've seen them go back to three. Well, months. could you get TV Plus on a PlayStation before? The, no, but before they were, now? But they were the at, thing I don't know. They were given. Yeah, 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 yeah you I could. Mean, just, just, they okay. weren't offering the free trial. Okay. okay. I uh. I, yeah, I think it's nice. Um, I'm pretty sure I've written about some kind of offer like this extended to PS5 owners. For them to do this also for a last generation PS is, I think that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I put an article in the show. No- I put a link in the show notes for an article about the Comcast uh, deal that actually was announced last October, but uh, it's starting to roll out now uh, in March of 2022. <laughs> so, remember when Best Buy had that thing where all you had to do was walk in and they gave you the three months trial? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to do anything. You just walked in and said, "Give me three months of Apple TV." I, I, I haven't even thought yeah. of it. We're, we're bundles, so yeah. Oh, but, uh, all right, so let's uh, go ahead and move on here. Um, beta for this week: uh, iOS fifteen point four release candidate was announced uh, shortly after the uh, the uh, the Apple event this week. Uh, looks like the final version will be released next week, which everything falls in place, which makes sense since they did announce a new iPhone SE, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, I'm assuming Warren, you've already downloaded it. And, uh, have you seen any, any differences? I don't think there's much. Nope. Nothing. I think it's ready to go. Uh, uh, the only thing, the only thing is it doesn't say, uh, uh, when you do the update, it, it tells you it's a real version. So that's how you know it's yep. CRC. It, Yep, because I downloaded on an iPad and an iPhone, on an iPhone yeah. that did do that. So, and then next week I'll play the game of whether it'll be the real the real build is the same as the RC, and maybe it's not, <laughs> but it says it is, and everybody on the line says yeah. it is. So then I'm like, I still don't trust it, so I'll do the uh, the uh, download the IPSW and just override it because I um, like yeah. that. But um, yeah, no, next week. Um, no, no issues with any of the yeah. uh, the phone or looks, the uh, or looks, the uh, looks, iPad or or the looks watch. Looks like it's solid. So Kelly or Andrew, did have you have you messed with this at all? Um, I haven't installed the betas, but uh, earlier today, Jeff Butts was telling me a little bit about um, the Mac OS beta, and mm-hmm. what I was excited about is he said that it sounds like. Um, in this next version, you'll be able to put a shortcut on the dock 
And I think that's great because that was one of my initial complaints. Like, I can't do this. this <laughs> like, these only live in the menu bar. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. Don't, don't. Yeah. On, honestly, Mac OS is the one that I uh, that is sort of taking up all of my mental bandwidth at the moment because there's a huge change coming in 12.3, right. uh, which is breathing down my neck. Universal control is um, one of them. Uh, yeah, but they're also ripping out uh, the shipping version of Python, and it's yep. and not not even uh, if you have it, we're not gonna mess with it. But like, it's going to evaporate when you install that update, and that as an IT person, that scares me because people have been relying on that version of Python being there for so long mm-hmm. that like you don't even know what you don't know is going to fall over. And that's the part that really worries me. And part of the reason it worries me is because Apple announced this like two years ago. And do you know who was caught by surprise by this? Microsoft, because OneDrive apparently relies on it mm-hmm. and Dropbox, which relies uh... on it. Both of them went, oh, what? And like, it's like, if you can if you can make one of them lose their stuff on a on a macOS development feature, like I'm really, really worried about all the stuff that you know people like David and I sat down and built a little tool to do a thing yeah. that is now the tiny piece that like all the rest of the house of cards is resting on. And now this piece is gonna go away. And like, how bad is that Jenga tower gonna fall? And I'm very concerned. Uh, this is gonna make up for the drop in alcoholism from people who don't have to use Intune anymore because it's going to go back up as everybody finds out how much yeah. Python they rely on that doesn't live there anymore. Uh, all right. But, uh, so watch OS 8.5 is on release candidate. You have TV OS, iPad OS 15.4 and HomePod uh, has also got the release candidate and uh, uh, not much as far as any too much excitement uh, until those get released next week. So I'm, I'm excited to hear about that. So, and, and I see didn't it. really try to do the, uh, the HomePod. They're kind of the, this is kind of the big one, like for right. releases, like we get the first one that's like, you know, dot zero, which is it's out. And then we get a couple of revisions for the sharp edges that become evident right. as the free world installs it. And we get a little bit of optimization for the less new devices that are running it. And then usually like the spring release, we get a nice sort of batch of, of like not really lesser updates, but a batch of smaller things that kind of all come out at the same time. Yep. This, I mean, it happens every year for all the, the operating systems. And this is that uh, universal control out there for everybody and having it work reliably and all of that is, yeah. is also going to be really cool once once huge. the world can get their hands on it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, t- I still can't believe you guys don't have it. It's mind boggling, but anyhow. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Apple's event. Uh, so this past Tuesday, as we record the uh, Apple's event, peak performance. Uh, and there was a, a lot of cool, exciting announcements, including a new iPhone SE and iPad uh, Air uh, that's going to have an M1 processor. Uh, there was a new color for, uh, I know Warren can't wait to talk about that, the iPhone 13 and 13 Pro. And they did announce Macs, but we aren't going to talk too much about Macs since we kind of focus on iOS here. So, but there were some excitements about the Macs. I'll, I'll casually mention the the, the Mac uh, Studio is pretty m- remarkable, amazing. Very jealous. Want one really bad, but I'm not going to get it. And um, <laughs> uh, I, I think, yeah, I think that's probably was the biggest talk. And of course, the uh, the, the new display uh, it was was a lot of the talk. Talk about the display. It kind of runs iOS. Uh, I, I guess you could plug it up, plug it in, but take it kind of. It's kind of well, yeah, because it actually does the the the, the processing for the center stage and Siri. Yeah, that's true. So it does something. But 
Let's let's get into some of these topics. Uh, um, Apple did talk about its Apple TV Plus and a lot of new shows and such. Um, they did sign a uh, exclusivity deal with Major League Baseball, which actually, as we record this now, are not on strike anymore. The collective bargaining agreement was just uh, ratified the, the earlier today. Yay! So baseball, my summer stage. Baseball is back, and uh, they will be uh, uh, opening day April seventh. Watch one game, April seventh, twenty twenty two. I hate baseball. Uh, yeah. So. Apple did. Why couldn't they get football? I'm just this was a rant. Was that a rant when this came up and said, "Yeah, all this talk about the uh, getting the games and the rumors and everything like that." He comes out with, with a, a baseball. Tim Cook. I'm like, you know, look, it's who a start. wants baseball? It's a bad start. Baseball is terrible, and it's only two games. I think out of like, it's only two games out of what? Well, like, there, isn't there like a 10 billion games a day of baseball? It's like football. There's like what? There's six. But there's only like 10 squillion games a day. Well, you know, and I, and I think right. I think really so it's like a drop in a bucket of, of games is what I'm saying for. Uh, but it's a start. I mean, when the iTunes store started, it didn't have every song, you know, like they had to start with the one record label that was willing to make the deal. And they're starting with this to be willing to make the deal. Now, whoever can make NFL magic because it hasn't been Amazon Prime yet, but. But, Live but sports is the reason lots of people still have cable. Amazon and, Prime is doing exactly the same thing as this with baseball. They're, except they're doing a one Thursday night game, and sometimes I, I, they have a special game too. So they have in, yeah. well, this well, has two in baseball. Amazon Prime has one in football. Well, uh, they were doing. I, I'm not watching the Apple one. So, well, they were do. Uh, um, Amazon was doing um, a few of the football games at one point. I don't they know Thurs- if Thursday night football continued is, or is not. They do Thursday night every. every, every yeah. It was this year. I don't know what's going to happen next year, but. But the other thing that was notable is that uh, TV, Apple TV Plus is five bucks a month. And when they add baseball, it's still going to be five bucks a month. And with everybody else raising their prices or adding another tier, like, oh, well, the price that you're paying now for no ads is going to be the some ad tier. And if you really want to keep not having commercials, you have to give us an extra three bucks a month or whatever it is. Oh, it's and so like that was the the thing that stood out to me was that you will get any live sports out of this um, for the exact same price you're paying now. And that that price is like way less than I think everybody else. Um, if, was, if they had any if they had every NFL game, if they start doing well, that, I would pay a lot. How much, you know, how much would you pay for it? I paid extra five bucks, definitely a month. Uh, to see every NFL. Look game. at you, big spender! Ten bucks a mm-hmm. month to watch all the NFL. Do you know how much Not, it is otherwise? No, it's yeah. Direct TV. I do. Direct TV's package for it. It's, I do. It's insane, it's, and we bought one for my son as a as a gift for college because he was in Ireland, and that. I think yeah. it was over two hundred dollars yeah. for the yeah, it's, season. It's, it's so crazy. Too. I would easily pay Apple. Five ten bucks a month. So let's so let's so let's move away from this topic. Unless Andrew, do you, if you had anything, you've been quiet about this. <laughs> it's getting us mad. Because we got a lot to talk about here. Andrew's like Andrew's like sports. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not. I don't watch. Like, okay, sports. so then I'll, I'll I'll go ahead. He knows sports are a thing. I think that's about it, right? Andrew? I'll go. I'll, I'll go ahead. He's a man, he's a man of my own heart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Couple, couple other, think, couple other things of note that they that they did tease uh, iMovie. It's gonna be. Uh, uh, Which is so coming cool. out uh, in April with some it was it was kind of easy to overlook but they did announce uh, uh, next month that uh, it's going to be a free app of course iPhone iPad uh, and and, and all. it's going to have a thing called Magic Movie and Storyboards. Uh, which will allow you to create and edit stunning videos with just a few clicks. 
I think that's really what's attracted more and more people wanted to use iMovie on a uh, on an iPhone or an iPad is because so easy to create a movie. Um, you know, I, I, I think I helped somebody at work when they were trying to cre- uh, create a movie, and I saw. I asked her, uh, "How'd you create this?" Oh, I just did it on iMovie, and just and, and she did a great job. And it was just, you know, it was a, a, a video for for our, mm-hmm. our kickoff meeting. So, uh, so but like this article says, it's part of the it was part of the event, and I don't remember yeah, seeing. They, like I went back through and looked, and didn't even really see anything. It, it about was a it, very so quick just, mention. Just yeah, so an iPad still, or like, like somebody was holding up an iPad yeah. in the corner of a slide yeah, or something. It was very, I guess. I very know, quick mention. It was, it was like it's almost you blink, you missed it. I kind of remember there was like three boxes. Like if you look, remember the, uh, they showed it. They showed yeah. a version of. Uh, well, I remember the boxes like, of. Uh, yeah, like I remember seeing it, but I don't like I don't remember them saying like it's you know, and it's new. Like there's new stuff coming to it, which right. is you know, and not just yeah. hey look it's iMovie, which was kind of must have been what I was perceiving, but. I'm jazzed about it because it's. I'm glad to know somebody still cares about it. You yeah. know, it's it's not sitting over in the corner, benevolently neglected like books. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of, and they and they obviously did it because they're putting the better camera in the uh, air, the no error. So in everything, in everything. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're they're like now that we got you know this great you know, movie thing. So uh, here, yeah. have a better camera. So then uh, Apple did introduce, uh, and I was surprised that they did this. They introduced new. New green finishes for the iPhone 13 lineup, which is only for the 13 and the 13 Pro. I know, or you're disappointed, it shouldn't have been on the Max too. But um, oh, it, it was on the Max. It's on a Pro. The pro, but not it's the not Pro on Max. Pro Max. No. What? I didn't even get that far. Yeah, but that's insane. Like, why? Like, what's the difference? You putting okay? All right. The Pro. It's just the Mini and the and the uh, uh, and the 13. There's the only. Because there's there's no other color that does that in the lineup of Apple phones, right? Everyone, the 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 smaller and bigger phone always had the same color options. The the going back to the plus. Yep. So there there didn't used to be. There, there didn't no, used to be three. There was two. There was the big one and the little one because there was always a plus, and that was it. And now we have right, the number, it, and then we have the number Pro, and then we have the number Max. Right, but there's no actually. There's you know no what? Other phone I, I, can I am. I I, I think you're stand, wrong. I stand corrected. Yeah, no, they do have. I was going to say do have their, It is yeah. the Pro Two, the Pro Max. Because my oh, apologies. That would be crazy. Mess. I just had to go make sure yeah, well, I that, do my fact checking here. Still, I didn't, and yes, it, I'm still disappointed because, as we said before, you want that green. We're, it's way too close to iPhone 14 How? season, so there's no <laughs> way I'm gonna like do that. And as I showed you before, before I had the green. I don't think I've ever really even, I don't think I could tell you the actual color on my phone. Seriously. No. I don't remember which one I got. I don't remember if I got the, the gray one or just. I got the blue. One. So, Yeah. I, I mean, that's how much I care about it. Let's put that one, the, the, the astral color phone, but uh, I do like green. All right. So there's an extra color. And like I said, anybody else, Andrew, Kelly, anything about green? You know, actually, I'm not just saying this. Green is actually my favorite color, but um, I <laughs> I think it looks great. Green. But I've only ever really bought the white or black iPhones. Maybe that will change in the future. Mm-hmm. I I generally have two. Um, I thought about that's not true. They had the green one. The twelve was green, wasn't the the eleven? 
The 12 uh, was green. 12 was we, green. We had the green. The 12 yeah. was green. The 13 was blue. Right. Their special color yeah. was blue on the 13. And right. so I had, that's right. I had the 12 in the same four screen and I was so torn. The 10 about getting the 13. came in a Boba Fett green. Maybe. Yeah, I did. I, th- yeah, I had it. I, yeah. 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 So, right. so if they had the green available, it I looked like Boba it. Fett. I mean, but, but if I, I but if I was ordering the phone and like it was gonna add another you know two weeks or week to get the color I wanted, I always went with Andrew color because it really doesn't matter to me. All right, I, I've never got I've almost got a pink device because it was the only one available at the time I wanted to get, <laughs> knowing that I would put a case on it and I wouldn't see the pink. Oh. But I never, I, I never did it. I came the close. Rose so gold, like, you mean? I really wanted this iPhone 11 we don't, Pro Max, but it's only in pink. It's not called pink, Warren. It's called Rose Gold. No, the, bro, no, it's not. It's, it's Rose Gold. Actually, they changed the. the, the no, when I they changed the when I know name guys pink who bought it. Year, anyways, what is it? This your seashell, B-shell or something? Or <laughs> I know guys that that bought it, and that's what and that's what they said. They were like, "No, you're just hearing them wrong. It's Rose Gold. So cool for dudes to carry them." My son, so my son's favorite color is purple, and he always got he he gets the purple ones when it came out. He got a purple. 13 so ain't a thing and, wrong with the prince phone just saying i like the purple yeah. the pink i i don't know if i could pull no. off the pink all right some men could pull Spe- off speaking that. of iphone let's move on here uh I, I, iphone <laughs> apple did 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 announce a new iphone se which was overdue i mean it was two years since the the second generation uh, iphone se uh so mm. of course it's the affordable but they, they did raise the price on it we'll talk about that in a minute uh, but it does have the new A. It has the A15 Bionic chip, which is uh, much faster. Uh, it's got battery battery life because I know folks who've had this the second gen SE is the battery life isn't so great. Uh, it isn't pr- improved with durability. It does have a new camera system, and they've uh, uh, added the HDR4 f- f- photographic styles and deep fusion. So they did they really did improve upon a lot of things on this uh, iPhone. The other thing they did add is 5G. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't know how exciting you can get about 5g, uh, one thing of note, it does not have, uh, the, uh, MM wave, the current fastest uh, band in, in this iPhone as, as it was noted in some of the tech, uh, the tech information. Uh, so how much could they have possibly saved by cutting that one yeah, little I don't know. sliver out? I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, well, we could offer the phone at four forty nine without the MM wave, or four forty or four fifty two with yeah. it. So, I mean, it just seems it yeah, seems right. to be kind of a bit of a challenge. Yeah, you know, with Verizon and AT and T, were notable uh, carriers that might have a struggle with the iPhone SE may not be true five G uh, because of their bands. I didn't see anything mentioned of T Mobile. So, uh, but yeah, I just. But that still includes the, the the good one now, right? Uh, not the MM, but the one in, the, the one we're all getting now. Um, yeah, the 13s have the MM wave uh, band. Uh, no, but we're not getting MM. MM wave speed is the one that you get in Giant Stadium. That's the only place you're going to get that kind of speed, uh, right? It's got other right, right, now. right now, but there's right now. But and then there was normal 5G that first came out, and now we're all getting I forget what it's enhanced or whatever, but it's fast, it's good, right? Um, so I'll look, I'll find in a second, but it, it basically, um, it, it's gotten really, I mean, the last few months, 5G has gotten a lot better, um, for me at least, and uh, yeah. 
we talked, didn't we talk about it two weeks ago before we even knew the phone was coming out, whether 5G would be a big selling feature for somebody buying a low-end phone? It, we, th- um, we had thought it might be, but I think this phone, this phone is going to be a hot seller no matter what. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it's not, I mean, it, you know, for the 50 bucks, it's yeah, good to have it, you know, it, it went from 399 to 429 is the base price. Um, they did add two, 256 gigabyte as an option, which you didn't have before. It was, it was mm-hmm. 64 and 128. Right. Now you get all three. Uh, mm-hmm. Both are touch ID. Uh, it does have the LTE advance, so you do have uh, improved with the LTE. Um, not you're probably going to notice much with that, but uh, uh, the cameras are basically the same. There wasn't much change with that. Um, and uh, it's the 13 processor and the 13 camera with less lens, but the same right. uh, neural <laughs> neural net processing that the 13 yeah. camera has. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, eight outside, thirteen inside is basically what it is. This is this this is aimed towards buttons. This is definitely aimed towards somebody who wants to get in into the iPhone and not have to spend a ton of money. Um, I, I, mm-hmm. I can see a lot more Android con, con, converts will look at this phone iPhone because uh, because of its reasonable price and you know they might just want something basic and especially you got the well, you got the, the button, low end you got, button diehards you got the low end of Sorry. the of the of the folks that are that are. Uh, buying those really low end Androids, they might want to, you know, maybe they'll have a little bit more budget to consider, you know, I mean, the, the carriers may mm-hmm. entice, entice uh, more to, to come over to the new carrier and maybe give a deal. We don't know that yet, but when this iPhone comes out, so. I think there's a whole lot of non U S customers for whom a $400 phone, yeah. you know, whatever it's going to sell for in other parts of the world uh, is going to be really interesting. And there's, I think there's still a lot of legitimate use case for something with a button. Right. On the front, instead say, of touch ID, right? It's got a home yeah. button still and so a touch and touch ID, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. guy? It, wasn't guy like you know? Is, is, you're not taking away my touch ID. He was one of the last. I think. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, so yeah. he has the. Yeah, he, I think he has thirteen now, but he had just gotten to thirteen, but he kept going. He mm-hmm. went to the uh, to yeah. the um, the first version and the second version of uh, the SE. Yeah. It also gives people an an option on the lower on the lower size end because you could get mm-hmm. a, a 13 mini or a 12 mini uh, or you could get that you could get the the SD, you know, if you want the if you want the home button for it as well. So I think it it's also just nice to have another option. I know it just turns Apple's list of SKUs into a complete disaster to continue to do something like this, but I'm glad that they're keeping the SE and I'm glad it's sort of this alternate track that kind of exists outside. Yeah the regular TikTok iPhone upgrade cycle. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I am glad for it because I think that there's absolutely a market for, you know, there, there are people who probably, you know, at some point I really see this becoming basically like Apple's iPod solution almost, you know, um, buy one, it's unlocked. You don't get it through a carrier. You get it directly from Apple and at 256 gigabyte, it holds all your music. Right. And, you know, they just don't sell you an iPod touch anymore because you can get this instead. Like I could totally see that. Absolutely. And lots of like business situations where like something doesn't necessarily have to be tied to somebody's face ID. Like, you, you know, we'll set up my finger on one button and David's finger on the other button. And now both of us can use it no matter what. And it's great, right. you know, whatever. Um, there's still a lot of really valid use cases for it. So I'm glad they didn't get rid of it. And of course, it makes it less expensive every time they can revise that phone and still use all the R&D that went into Touch ID and just continue to continue to coast on that. So I'm I'm glad for it. And I'm glad that the SE is, is continuing to get attention. Absolutely. And, and evolve. So? so I'm looking, I'm just real fast. I'm looking at Apple's website and the SE starts at 429. 429. Mm-hmm. 
and then the they're still selling the iPhone 12 mini, I'm assuming from 599. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking. We're talking, is it worth $150 to well, some people just want a smaller screen. This is another option for a smaller screen. That was yeah, no, yeah, I'm just yeah, like I'm curious of what yeah, I don't know what I would pick actually to be honest with you because uh, the new one has it's going to be faster at this point, right? The mm-hmm. uh, the SE right. three is much faster than the yeah. twelve. So, so and then uh, lastly, the the announcements <laughs> of for uh, these devices was the iPad, the iPad Air. Uh, the iPad Air, I was I was kind of surprised that they actually came out and they put the M1 processor inside this Air, uh, and uh, that was probably a really good thing because uh, people were complaining. You know, the, the iPod, the iPad Pro is expensive. I mean, it's a, a full two hundred dollars more than what the Air was is, uh, and but it's it's very similar to what the what a pro has in, in a lot of cases. Um, the, really the only thing that it, it, what they did to add to the air was the 12 megapixel center stage camera. Uh, it does have 5g and it's the same situation with 5g and the iPhone. I see we just talked about with the different bands. So that doesn't, I don't, I think as irrelevant uh, in an iPad, but uh, it's got some new colors um, and it's got the same storage it goes 64 gigs and 256, which I still think is crazy for an iPad that, at that level. But they're 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 aiming this towards the middle market. Uh, it's not not the low end market. Uh, and uh, yeah, clearly, I think this is something that's going to be great. Now, it's it, it, I, I'd like to hear what your guys' opinions are as far as do you go with the iPod Air or do you or do you go to the iPad Pro? You, know, you got the 2021 and the Pro. I, that's what I have currently, and then you have the Air. Uh, you have the Touch ID on this one as well. Of course, the Touch ID is on the power button, which is a really cool uh, uh, feature they've got Super on this, cool. and they they brought that over from last year's model. And uh, you uh, instead of Face ID, um, but compared to that, you got obviously a different display and that and such. But is it worth that? What do you think, Kelly? Is it is is you think this? Would you recommend this Air to folks who are just looking for something basic but not cheap? I mean, it depends on. A number of factors uh like right now right now we've got you know two ipads at the party wearing the same outfit and it's just awkward um like i can't you know if if somebody were to ask me today like i just want something now i don't need it to be exceptional i would probably still in the air um you know the the touch id is nice on the button i like that a lot Um, honestly i'm surprised it didn't come to all of them to be you know like truly like it should just be on on everything um uh it's m1 it comes in colors which was like literally my single complaint about my ipad pro was like i can have a black one and that's all and uh you know but that was sort of disappointing but uh i so i think like right now i would say to get the the air because it's got the latest you know supporting kind of around it too if you're a person who's like, you know, I had my eye on a pro, but now that air looks pretty attractive. Um, you may want to hold out and see what they do to the iPad pro this fall. Maybe it gets an M one yeah. pro in it or something right. um, instead. Yeah. And what would you even do with that? Well, you know, that's a good question because <laughs> that just leads nicely into my rant about how Apple for a minute looked like they were going to actually pay attention to the kind of horsepower they were handing people in one of these little devices and don't seem to be able to figure out what to do with iPad OS now that it exists in the world. So if they could really find a way to leverage some of that into, yeah. you know, you're, you've literally given me the same processor in 
a desktop computer that you are giving me in this tablet, but you've hobbled this thing with the operating system that you've strapped to it instead of freeing it to do all the things that we know that this processor is capable of, then we can have a conversation. So really what I would tell you, that's if you're be, looking that's at a one, whole rewrite though, at that point you're looking at a whole rewrite. It's not a rewrite. Console. It's, it's, it's opening some gates in iOS. That's really all it is. And if we could get So in June, I would tell right. you, if you've been looking at one and you haven't pulled the trigger yet, Wait till June and find out what the new operating system gives you. Because if the new operating system doesn't give you anything, then save all that money, you know, buy the air. And your biggest complaint is going to be that you can't see it over the pile of money you saved by not buying so, Pro. So let me ask a quick, and I thought about this too, but if you had your iPad Pro mm -hmm. and it booted up pretty much to Mac OS, maybe with a little bit of bigger icon so you could kind mm -hmm. of do what you need to do. Is that what you're looking to get to? No. So what's the difference? I want actual, I want, we keep getting little tiny pieces of verging on file management, verging on being able to have a couple of apps open at the same time, verging on being able to do something in conjunction with a couple of different things. And like the machine can take it now. All of the things that were like locked down and not developed and prevented from happening because your phone or your tablet didn't have the horsepower to do what your computer could do. It's literally the same processor in both of them now. But the Set software, again, if your iPad booted up to Mac OS. No. So what, because, why, why wouldn't that do what you want to do? Because Microsoft did that. And it's a, it's a fundamentally different Apple interaction mechanism. No, Apple. So Apple hasn't done That's it not a thing. You can't do touch and input device simultaneously and have it work well. Ask anybody who hooks a mouse to their iPad. It's harder than it would be if you were just doing that on a Mac. Mm -hmm. and, I've bought, and I've bought that's many, the same thing. right. And I, and I agree. And I've bought many Windows tablets and I've never not bought one that didn't have a keyboard attached to it. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't work. Right. But it does. I mean, but once you attach a keyboard to an iPad running Mac OS, mm -hmm. it works. Well, yeah, you have a MacBook Air. Congratulations. That's a different mechanism. So I don't want Apple to half-ass either one of them. I want them to whole-ass Mac OS and then whole-ass iPad OS and have both of them be a good experience in their own way. I very, very rarely... Right. But I very, I very rarely hook a keyboard purposely. to mine. Right. And no. there are, Apple's doing this purpose. Sure, there. Because, Just they, because cause they want people... Because they could easily come up with a surface type of MacBook at this point. Yeah, and it would suck rocks. I don't want that at all. <laughs> but they could do that. That's what Microsoft did and they did well, it yeah, wrong. They and they also, but they also would have cannibalized an entire market that they didn't have. They didn't have a tablet market. They had a computer market. Apple has the tablet market. So Apple says, you know what? If we make our iPads almost as good as these computers, now we got two, two things that kind of did the same thing. What do we do with it? That's not what I want. Okay. Is, is what I'm saying. I want the the touch interface, the glass keyboard, the I put my hands on it and move things around with my hands and do everything that way or with my pencil. Maybe I want that interaction mechanism, but I want to be able to achieve easily the kind of activity that I can get on my MacBook and not have it be not have it be 19 steps. Andrew probably totally feels this because I know Andrew was iPad first for a long time and some stuff is just easier. And I don't want Apple to go make a surface. And I mean, Apple could do a lot of things. I'm going to, I'll give you that. Like Apple could, Apple could 
bring back the iPod sock and just make them iPhone sized and, you know, the oh, iPod hi fi could right. be a thing again. Like, whatever. No, no, but I think we all want what you guys want. We definitely want, I think, Apple's, <clears throat> Apple's issue with conundrum is the fact that they haven't done it for so long is because they can't do it without without some kind of matrix of a like an end game they have to have an end game and what's their end well, game well at, at this point it really feels like users are dragging apple forward on evolution on ipad os i mean you know look at what somebody like federico vatici can do with his ipad that most mere mortals cannot for right. example mm-hmm. and the only reason it works for him is brute force basically like a lot of people have to go to extraordinary lengths in order to get to do the kind of stuff that's really basic on a mac and i don't don't think that should be the case anymore and apple can't use the lightweight computer it's not an actual machine because you're giving again you're giving me the same hardware and the same display just let it do what it can do right and you know like now that they're really excited about strapping two m1s together you know to give us the big mac like i really want to you know yeah. i i really want to get exactly that why my i think the four of us can't I mean, I've tried to switch solely to an iPad and not use a Mac, and I couldn't do it. I tried. Yeah, well, let's, um, just for what I do. Let's. Uh, I, I only get Andrew in here because he hasn't been able to jump in here as far as his opinion on the iPad Air. <laughs> and before we wrap this up, because we're getting a little tight on time here. He's making popcorn. Yeah, what, what was your thoughts on the Air? And what, I think this is a great. No, no it was a good debate. I, but I want to. This is not a new debate. This has been going on. That the can you use the iPad yeah. computers. Oh no! It's been going oh, for on years. Since, 2007. What, what's your what's so, your thoughts yeah. on this uh, air, Andrew? Yeah, going back, I was going to talk about the air again. I think it's a great update, um, especially what we were talking about before, which is this is an M1 in a cheaper device, and kind of what Kelly was alluding to before. It makes me wonder, you know, will we see this M1 Pro chip and the next Pro, and yeah. kind of if they still want that to be the more expensive device, what can like, what else can they pack in that thing? And I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and I think that's a good way to segue off of this, but I'll give you one, one last, uh, uh, opinions here, Kelly, before we move on here on the air, I think, I think it's a buy. I think it's something that I would highly recommend. What what about you? Yeah. And unless there's something specific in a pro, yeah, then, I don't, yeah, those don't see I'd it anymore. Say absolutely, get the air. I would yeah. suggest even get the Masters air and buy air. a nice case if you feel, uh, you know if that was your budget. <laughs> if you get a, I'm I'm looking at um, good prices on the uh, last year's air at this point because that was a great machine too, and I don't need okay. half the power, and I don't need the five G. Might be able to find them out there, and still, you'll still be able to find them out as there. As you know, I traded in I traded in my Pro for a Mini, and now that we have universal control, finally, I'm a little I'm a little itchy to get something bigger. <laughs> We know you. So, um, <laughs> anybody want to buy mini? Yeah. <laughs> Always has something for sale. Uh, Kelly's thinking about it. All right. I got I have, uh, one uh, user uh, so user tough. question that came in here before we wrap things up. Uh, and uh, is listener Bill. He reached out and asked, uh, Why did Apple Pay stop working on my Apple Watch? And uh, interestingly enough, he did reach out to Apple support and spend a lot of time with them on it. Which I didn't think this should be so. This should be just an easy fix, uh, and they told him to bring it into the Apple Store for service. I thought, really, that's a crazy thing here. Um, so uh, the simple fix here is just to unpair the watch from your iPhone and restore it. Uh, and 
I don't, I don't, and I didn't understand why it's somebody from Apple. I think it was a rookie because they're getting somebody mm-hmm. trained here. Uh, but that's I've experienced this before where I've had my Apple Watch. I don't know if you guys have where I would go to use Apple Apple Pay and it just would not work. It would not. You you put your you put your watch mm-hmm. on there and the card just was not would not register. So the only way to fix it. But then you still you know stand there for about ten minutes like. Or sometimes it, it it automatically airs out. The terminal says, "Uh-uh, I don't like it," and and this doesn't work. And mm-hmm. that's what happened to me. So and then you gotta go into a wallet like a caveman. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, so th- th- this was a good tip by him, and and tell me, and and I I, I and and uh, I responded back and gave him that suggestion, and that 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 did fix the problem. So which I'm not surprised. Uh, and I put a link in the show notes here to the actual support article on how to unpair and erase your Apple Watch. It, don't be scared. It's not going to hurt because if you go to erase it, it's backed up, and you can, uh, you, you can easily restore it from your iCloud backup, assuming you got iCloud. And if the guy from Apple, and if the guy from Apple who uh, didn't help is listening to the show, his name is David. Uh, <laughs> Stop it, Ginsburg, and you can reach him at. You are we lost Andrew. You, 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 yeah, I don't know what we happened. lost him here. So you, you are funny. So, uh, but <laughs> um, I want. I just want to tack onto that. The unpair and repair can fix a great many things. Yes. Um, the only time I ever had trouble with Apple Pay, it turned out it was because the credit card had been breached, and I tried it in the short window of time between the time they they like killed the card and were able to notify me that it had been killed, and so. Um, like I tried it and I was like, well, that's where it doesn't work. And then like when I got home, I was like, hi, you got a new car. So the one that you have in your phone doesn't work anymore. And I was like, oh, that's probably why. Um, but I have fixed a number of other issues like with my watch or a couple of weird things that happened with my phone that as a result, right. I unpaired my watch and paired it back and it was it was fine again. So it's very much the, you know, if you tried turning it off and on again, sort of solution for for apple watch at this point because it's not like we have a lot of log files to look at or anything if you're trying to really dig to dig into something but and what's the hardest and what's the hardest part about all this is when we restore phones and watches no the hard part is when you have to remember the security codes on your cards because yes when you every every single time when i restore something it's like all right do you want to add american express yeah What's the, mm-hmm. the the digits on the back of the card? Four-digit code. I don't know. I have my password. phone on me for this reason. My wallet's over there. I don't well, know. So you should is. have it in, in one and password. Then, <laughs> let I me do. scoop it out of one password. I, I do. You go there. That's all I And do. then it cancels out of what you were doing, trying to add the card. And you have to go well, back. And wait. Get it ahead of time. And when you're restoring your phone, one password's not there yet. That's that's my problem. Right there, lady. Right. Well, you, you use too much beta. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. That has nothing to do with beta. Uh, it's like I can't get to my password manager when my phone's in the middle of you know going through the initial setup. All right, let's go ahead and wrap I things up this week. This was a, this was a great show. I appreciate all of you being here. And uh, we had a we, we got we got we miss Andrew here. Hopefully he'll make it back. For, <laughs> yep, there he is. He's he's come back here. Uh, so let's go ahead and wrap things up for this week. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. Support the show by buying me a coffee at InTouchWithIOS.com slash coffee. We'd really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you are notified when we are live streaming on our YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash DaveG65. And you can watch, watch and listen to past shows. 
Visit I In Touch With iOS magazine on Flipboard, where many of the articles that we talk about during the show are flipped, and you are able to have links to find out about those, whatever is in our show notes. Uh, you also can subscribe to the show on your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the ways to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And Kelly Vermont, thank you so much for being here. Let everybody how it work they can find you. Well, you can... Um... Now I've got vapor lock because that's not how it starts anymore. No, nope, I've been doing it too much. <laughs> you can find me fine. No, no. no. Um, huh, okay, <laughs> let's let's try out the new one. Um, you can find me over at the Incomparable Network, where I occasionally pop up as a panelist on other shows, like a recent game show episode that went completely off the rails before we ever hit record. You should absolutely check that out. Uh, you can find me on The After Show, which is a show that I do with Mike Rose. You can find me on my own show uh, called I Want My MCU TV, which is the Incomparable Network. You can find me on Twitter as Verso, and you can find me occasionally interviewing people and shooting off my mouth because I can't not talk about Apple anymore uh, over at The Slice, which you can find at theslice.tech. All right. That, that's a great new site. Check it out. Uh, and Andrew Orr, you made it back. Uh Thanks for, again for being here. I thought, I thought it'd be great to. It was great time. It was great to get the band back together here with you and Kelly. Uh, and uh, <laughs> go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry about that. Someone knocked me on my door when my neighbor was asking me to help them with their iPhone. So good timing, <laughs> yeah. I guess. You should have um, had them call Apple support. Opportunity. You should have no had them come in on the camera. Yeah. And you should have helped him write on live support. support. This would be in uh, touch with iOS on steroids yeah. next time. I <laughs> didn't think of that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter. My username is at Andrew or not. I still am right now trying to tweet about Apple stuff as well as, you know, technology in general. Cool music I'm listening to. And yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad I had you here two weeks in a row. I really love having you. Glad you, glad you came, back, came back to give us your insights on the event this week. And Warren Sklar, you, you are glad you're here. And uh, where can people find you? <laughs> um, it's been kind of active over at the uh, Not the Future Facebook group uh, with the announcements and uh, things like that. People are happy, I think with uh, the general uh, the general feeling is people were pretty happy with the event so yeah. that's, that's a good thing you started yawning um, at first if I remember correctly so. I did at first when I started you know when the baseball came out and they were, you know, it was 20 minutes of uh, Apple shows that I probably needed to see a commercial for t- um, also I'm working now so I timed my lunch hour um, I timed my lunch hour to watch the event so I had to make sure it was an hour so Tim's Twenty minutes in and talking about things I don't care about. I'm like, just not any concise. So um, here, uh, when I could do the Chuck show, I do that. Um, and um, as always, it was fun talking to these two. Um, 
It's always fun. All right. As always. And it's Kelly, happened once before. And, yeah. and Kelly, we, we don't, we're not arguing at all. This is just, no, this, it's it's just a, I love debating with you, Ashley. You, you, no, that's all. That's my favorite part. Yeah, you're a great, yeah, you're, debating with you is fun. Well, then you should join me more than once a year on In Touch With iOS. <laughs> all right. I'll check my schedule. Thanks. Speaking of which, next week I won't be on In Touch With iOS. Uh, we're, we're going to New Orleans. Uh, there you go. New Orleans on Sunday with the kid. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We had a lot of fun doing it and we'll talk again soon.